Another memory had bounced around in his brain all night. He had once asked his dad how he knew his mother was the one. John Sullivan's Irish eyes had twinkled amused, and he had replied on a chuckle. <laughs> oh, you will know, my boy. The woman for you is the one who can bring you to your knees. His father's pronouncement had remained a meaningless notion, almost nonsense to Brian, until last night when he understood. Maddie is the one. She could bring him to his knees, virtually had leveled him. Strange that it hadn't surprised him. Just the opposite. Eyes open, he had surrendered to her spell, reveled in the power she exerted over him. Now this. Brian didn't want Maddie involved in his work. He didn't want to doubt her or fight with her again. Caprice would have him typing reports ten hours a day for the rest of his career if he squandered resources searching for Jake's body with as little to go on as conversations between Maddie Connors and the great beyond. Still, he couldn't overlook the information, had to investigate. Uh, how do I play this? He scrolled through his contacts and punched the call button on his cell phone. Hey, Ed, it's Brian Sullivan. Hey, Brian, what's up? Ready to admit defeat? Never. It was a tie game and stays that way. Brian and Ed were on opposite all-star teams in a charity softball game that ended in a tie when half of Brian's team had to respond to a five-car pileup on Roosevelt Road. Lucky for you, half your team was called away before we could stomp you into the ground. There's always next season, Ed. <laughs> Hey, I have a favor to ask. Name it. I want to keep this under the radar. I have my reasons. Brian hesitated, considering how much to divulge. I have a lead uh, from a psychic named Maddie Connors. Holy shit, Maddie Connors! What the hell is she doing in Illinois? You've heard of her? Are you kidding? I took a course on psychics and their assistance in cases at the academy. Every other case we discussed involved her. I'd love to meet her. I must have had my head up my ass when I was at the academy. Well, today is your lucky day. Maddie is waiting for me on the stone bridge over the river, near Butterfield Road. She uh, heard a missing kid in the water. His name is Jake Ashford. We've been looking for him for months. Heard about the case. Mountains of political bullshit. You don't sound convinced this is a credible lead. You know me. I'm a black-and-white kind of guy. Me too. But if Maddie Connors tells me there's a body in the river, then there's a body in the river. I'll give Pete a call, too. We'll be there in about ten minutes. Oh, thanks, Ed. I appreciate it. Brian dialed Joe's number next and filled him in. Matilda stomped her feet and dug her hands deeper into her sweatshirt pockets. The trees dressed in fading fall colors would soon be gray and bare. Winter wasn't far away, and if she didn't start jogging, she'd be frozen like a statue on the bridge when the first snow arrived. She tugged her phone off the belt clip, about to call Brian again, when a white van's tires crunched along the gravel path in front of her, followed by Brian's jeep. Her heart swelled, eager to see Brian unfurl that gorgeous body out of his car. A warm blush traveled up her neck as she enjoyed observing him emerge into the dappled sunlight. After executing several eye-catching, powerful strides, he greeted two tall men clad in black diver suits as they jumped out of the van. The three men sauntered towards her.
but her eyes remained riveted on Brian. Relieved that he directed a sunny smile at her, his sea-blue eyes shining, Matilda's anxiety evaporated. 